From San Diego, California, this is a One Extraordinary Marriage Show. We're being busy is overdone, romancing is fun, and scheduling sex is taking the guesswork out of wondering when you're going to get some. I'm Tony DeLorenzo, your co-host, along with my beautiful wife, Elisa. From coast to coast and around the world, thank you for joining us. It's time to talk sex, love, and commitment. Give us a call on the Hug Hotline at 858-876-5663 or send us a hug email to hugs at oneextraordinarymarriage.com. In today's show, we talk about what happens when you feel like areas of your marriage are a broken record, playing the same negative scenes over and over again, and what you can do to start to create new ones. And as we start today's show, I want you to think about this quote. It says, you can't change what's going on around you until you change what's going on within you. There's Mm -hmm. a big difference there. So Mm -hmm. often we're quick to want to change everything else. And yet, if we want to create lasting change, if we actually want to create change, it starts with changing what's inside us. And we're going to be digging into that a lot on today's show. But we start each and every One Extraordinary Marriage show with a hug. And that's an opportunity for you to hear whether you've been listening for for one week or maybe this is your first show or you've been listening for eight years for you to hear from someone else in the one family just like you, someone who's had breakthrough, someone who's seen transformation in their marriage. And this week's hug is sponsored by Beachbody On Demand. And Beachbody On Demand is an online fitness streaming service that gives you unlimited access to a wide variety of highly effective world-class workouts personalized to meet your needs. Yeah. And, you know, being able to access Beachbody On Demand from anywhere is awesome and it gives you the ability to pick your specific trainers the length of your workout so hey at home you may want to do a 30 to 45 minute workout but while you're traveling you may only have time for 10 minutes so whatever may work for you and it's been great because there are days seriously when i get there and i'm like i just i've got like 10 or 15 minutes what can i do here or or i'm thinking you know what i want to do I want to do Brazilian butt lift and that's the one that I'm going to pick. So I, I get to choose whether it's my specific trainer or a specific style. Like you want to do yoga, you want to do cardio, you can do all of that. And Beachbody On Demand is the total package to help you become the total package this year. And you're going to love these brands and many of you know them. We know them personally. I've done Insanity, P90X, Pio. I haven't done that one yet. 21 Day Fix, T25, Three Week Yoga Retreat. I mean, you name them. They're there, and I and I want to just say, just as a personal testament, insanity. I did it, and that's when I got my six-pack abs. Absolutely. It kicked his butt. And it's not just the workouts themselves. You get all the nutritional content, and it like everything that you would get, it, it's just all built in, and you access it from anywhere. You really need to give this service a try. And right now, the One Family, you, our listeners, can get a free trial membership when you text one one to 303030. You're going to get full access to the entire platform for free, all the workouts and the nutritional information. So just text ONE to 303030. And this week's hug comes from an email we received. It starts, my friend introduced me to the show about a year ago, and I'm around episode 315 now. Awesome. Thank you to your friend. Absolutely. And for all of you friends that share the One Extraordinary Marriage show, just know there is no better way for you to help another marriage than to just say, hey, you might want to check this out. That's right. She goes on to say, a few months ago, I asked my husband why he doesn't initiate sex. He told me that it was because more often than not, I would tell him no. Mm -hmm. I immediately thought back to the things I've heard you guys say about rejection and felt awful. 
I didn't think I was rejecting him, but clearly he felt like I was. I resolved then and there to continue to initiate, but to always say yes whenever he asked. About a month ago, as we were getting ready to leave for work, he asked if I would be up for sex that night. I agreed. Then I had a bad day at work. Mm -hmm. However, I was determined to stick by my commitment to always saying yes. We did have sex that night and it was good. Yesterday, I asked my husband to come to the jacuzzi with me. As we were changing into our swimsuits, he looked at me and said, what if I just take you right now? I told him that I wouldn't mind and, well, you can guess what happened next. We never made it to the jacuzzi, but we tried a new position and even got in the shower, which we hadn't done in a while. Awesome. Slowly but surely, we're getting better at maintaining our sexual intimacy. Thank you so much for offering practical tips to increase sexual intimacy. I love it. Yeah, right on. Hey, what can I do? And, and you did it. I mean, that's a hashtag for 2018 for you guys, the one family as well as Elisa and I. And, and this is one of those things, what can I do? And not just saying it, but actually going through with it and doing it. So kudos. So as we're talking about this idea of being a broken record, I just want to share some things that maybe you've said. I know I've heard it from a lot of my coaching clients. I'll hear things like, it seems like we're on repeat. We keep having the same arguments over and over again. I don't know why it feels like we like we're stuck and it doesn't matter if I'm talking to a couple that's been married for, you know, a couple of months or a couple that's been married, you know, decades. Right? There there's so many people and we've been there ourselves who are stuck in this place of a broken record. Mhm. Yeah, and you know, for for those of you who can remember back in the day when we had record players, and actually they're really making a comeback, so I know many of you who are music aficionados have gone back to listen to music on your records. But I remember as a kid when we would get our records and even our 33s and our full size, the, the biggest frustration was if one of our friends got a hold of a record and or we, we just weren't using them correctly and we put a scratch in that record and then you would play it and it would just skip over and over. It was to us that was a broken record because at that point in time, unless you picked up the needle and moved it off that spot, it had to be changed. We had to physically do something mm. to move on to the next song, the next verse or whatever it may be. And it's so interesting the way you describe that as, you know, it gets that scratch in the record and then it takes action to move beyond it. Cause that's the way we feel. Mm -hmm. That's the way, you know, so many of us, that's the way we felt in our own marriage and, and the broken record. It's a real thing for so many couples. It it plays out in your marriage and it plays out in your mind. Cause you just keep, you keep going over the same thing over and over again. You're like, Oh, Mm -hmm. he did this. How did we get here? Who is this person? Where's the person that I married? And and the scratch for some of you, you, you forget that your spouse is a living, growing person right? Your, 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 the scratch becomes this, well, this, this person that I married to did this or mm-hmm. didn't do this or said that, and that you just, you forget that they change. You forget this. You, the, the scratch for some of you becomes this idea that my spouse should be exactly the same today as they were on the day that I married them. Mm-hmm. Right? So we hold them to this, to this image of who they were. I don't know, maybe six months ago, maybe 60 years ago. Right. And you don't ever allow them to change into a different person. The, the scratch may be, well, my expectations aren't being met. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And so when my expectations aren't being met, it's like that scratch. And I just keep repeating the same thing over again. Or, you know, maybe, maybe the scratch is because you haven't taken the time to really understand or know 
how your spouse is wired. And they're not trying to, to be a thorn in your side. They're not trying to be that scratch, but they're just wired differently. I can't tell you how many coaching couples I have said, it's a good thing there aren't two of you, two of the, either one of you in the marriage, right? Because I think you could only handle one. Well, and I mean, even for us, I mean, it, it's it's crazy to think, you know, we're 21 years married, known each other 23 years, and we had to come to grips, I think, at a point in time in our own lives, in our own marriage to go, we're changing. Mm-hmm. We are growing. There are differences happening. And it was once that we began to really address those internally and externally that I felt like our marriage began to flourish more and more. Because I think we would we were holding ourselves up to a standard that had long been gone, in mm. in something that we thought was a memory of the past that was so great, and yet here we are living in the now and the present and realizing that the life that we've lived and we have made together has has altered that course and changed us and made us who we are today. Absolutely, and you know it's interesting because we had. We had a situation this past week where, you know, and and these broken records, guys, let me tell you, like you can have them come up in any area of your marriage. I mean, everything from, from money to sex, to faith, all of Mm -hmm. these different things, you know, influenced by how you grew up, influenced by, you know, what you saw in your role models. And, and and this week we were, I was actually working on a presentation, um, for a woman's event that I was speaking at. And all of a sudden it brought up all of this stuff. I was talking on forgiveness and it brought up all of these feelings and situations around money. And money has been a really big scratch in our marriage over the years. We've had, I mean, there was a season where I think there was like three or four podcasts in a row one year after Christmas about money. We've short sold a house. We were, you know, $50,000 in debt because we financed literally the beginning of our relationship long distance, mm-hmm. right? So there were all these different things that, that have impacted money and have been a negative recurring thing in our marriage, right? Like how we spend money. And, and as I was going through this, I started realizing that my parents going through bankruptcy and foreclosure as a child where we had those Christmases where, you know, we got a piece of fruit and a pair of sweatpants from like, I don't know, Kmart or Sears or, or the Thanksgiving where the church brought us dinner. And, and, you know, all of that went back to this place that I made this vow that that would never be me. And, and that internal vow, that wiring that I put into myself actually became a, a broken record in our marriage. Mm-hmm. Because it impacted my little purchases and my big purchases. It shaped how I viewed financial security and all of those things, guys. They become the broken records because we hadn't really, even though we've talked about money, this week as I was going through this, again, like Tony said, married 21 years and stuff keeps coming up and we keep growing because the truth is we all have our stuff. Yeah. And I want to just bring up one thing about money. Alisa went through that in her own life growing up. On my side, we went through some difficult times as well. My folks never talked to us about money at all. It, it was very rare that my folks talked to me about money or where they were. Years and years later, I think I've shared that. I remember my mom talking to me. Um, this is after college, and I, maybe even we'd been married some years. That my mom goes, I remember at a point where we only had maybe a hundred dollars left in our checking account, and I was floored and I was shocked. Um, they didn't share those, those things with me, but I, I think as, as parents and as a married couple talking about money 
is a one of one of the most intimate things you can do in your marriage and even with your kids. Talk to them about it. Raise up a generation that will know what money that that knows how to handle money in a way that will allow them to prosper and to excel and even make them buy their own stuff if they need to. You know, push them to do that, but for you two more than anything, be willing to talk about it openly with each other honestly. I mean, if you're in debt right now, by all means go check out Dave Ramsey. He helped us get out of out of debt. Um, there's other folks there that you can check out and learn from. By all means go there. I will say though, if money is a topic that you guys will talk about together, that financial intimacy, you can have massive breakthrough in many areas in in the other areas of your marriage. So you know, as we're talking about this and we're kind of talking about, you know, where we had this inside of this broken record situation in our own marriage, I actually want to, I want to take you guys back to wherever you were before you got married, right? Because before we decide to marry someone, we have all these deep, meaningful conversations. We, we get to know their heart. You know, as as we've mentioned on previous shows, Tony and I met the summer of 1994. So pre-email, pre-cell phones, and part of that crazy $50,000 in debt was that we talked for hours and our long distance bills were probably like in the four to six hundred dollar range per Each. month <laughs> per month i mean it was so ridiculous it, it was absolutely ridiculous and the truth was is that i thought that when tony asked me to marry him i i, I honestly i believed that i knew everything there was to know about tony and that we were going to be just perpetually happy Right. I'm going to get married. Like he was asking me to marry him. You're marrying me. Well, exactly. Exactly. Why wouldn't it be marital bliss? Except here's. (laughs) You guys, I'm I'm being being sarcastic. Please do not send the emails. Yeah. It's just. We've shared enough on this show to know (laughs) just that was a little humor, a little humor. But the, the things that we didn't know then that I wish somebody had said, hey, you guys need to investigate this a little bit deeper was we didn't know that we had different confidence levels. We didn't know that we had different financial fears or even different money styles. We didn't talk about our expectations of household tasks or any of that different stuff. We didn't talk about how different our personalities were and how those differences would impact our communication, how we show love and how we handle stress and conflict. We didn't know what we didn't know. We had warm fuzzies butterflies, whatever you want to call it. And we knew that we were in love. And yet it was all the stuff that we didn't know that put us on this perpetual cycle of broken record. It it was all of that that just kept coming up. And we didn't like the first 11 years, you guys, we've been married 21 years. The first 11 years were not great. I don't even know that we could actually technically classify them as good. I think they were good. There were just a lot of times, again, where we would be just going along. We'd be listening to that record. We're, we're rocking and rolling. And then the skip would happen. And the skip would happen. And it would skip again. Oh, you just want sex all the time. And it would just continue to skip. And, and, and here's where we've learned now what we didn't know then was that we had to pick up the needle right. from that record player and move it because it wasn't going to move itself. We had to do something individually, together as a team. And so once we figured that piece out, that's when the extraordinary began to happen. Right. Because like I just said a couple minutes ago, you know, you just want sex all the time. And Tony's response to me on that was, well, you're rejecting me all the time. Very much like the hug that I read at the beginning of the show. That was one of our broken record moments, Mm -hmm. right? We would fight over whose responsibility it was to take out the trash or to take care of the kids. Oh my gosh. Over, I cannot tell you how many times that I would look at Tony and be like, they're your kids too. 
Oh, yeah. And he's like, I'm out there busting my butt all day. Right. And so we'd be in this place of just yuck. It was a yuck. And and I will, when it comes to the kids and taking care of the kids, I fully take responsibility for that. Looking Looking back now, how selfish I was and how um, myopic I was because there, there could have been multiple times when I should have reached out to other dads, even picked up a book, learned, understood more than what I was. I was being very limited in my thinking in my role as well. And that caused a lot of frustration and anger, you know, from Elisa towards me and vice versa. So it's a big thing for sure that if you're in one of those places, be willing to learn, to, to break out of where you're at, to get some insights, learn. And I just wasn't, I wasn't there. And so hopefully today there may be somebody's out there and you're just listening you're going, that's me. Well, I'm just, just know that, Hey, you can dump, you can jump into a lot of our, our shows and we're going to teach you and we're going to, we're going to share with you on how you can break free in your marriage. Mm-hmm. And I just want to, I just want you to dream for a second. You know, I just want you to, as you're listening to the show, I just want you to just start to think, what if, what if I understood my spouse better? What if I understood their personality and, and what makes them tick and, and how their strengths and their weaknesses really play into, to our marriage and how we could actually work together with those to, to create an extraordinary marriage instead of being in this place where, where we're on repeat we're skipping over that scratch all the time and it's just not working out for us, mm-hmm. right? Because if you can just allow yourselves, even for the briefest of seconds, because some of you are like, at least I can't even go there right now. Just, just take a deep breath because if you can start to wrap your head around it, we're going to talk about some specific action steps that you can do for that and to create that. But it, it's all about being intentional in all aspects of your life. And that's when you make that decision, that's where you start to see the extraordinary. And, you know, one place that you can do this is your personal fitness, making the decision that no matter where you are and that no matter what your fitness level is today, you're going to move and you're going to do something for your health, which ultimately means that you're doing something for your marriage. Mm -hmm. Can I just tell you the healthier you are? And I'm not saying like crazy extreme fitness. I'm saying the healthier you are, mind and body, the healthier your marriage will be. So make sure that you check out Beachbody On Demand with the free trial membership by texting O-N-E to 303030. You're going to get full access to the entire platform for free, all the workouts and all the nutritional information when you text O-N-E to 303030. Now I want to ask you, how was, how beautiful was that dream that the, that you just started thinking about that dream where you really started to understand strengths and weaknesses and personality and wiring and, and how maybe your past is influencing your future. And, And to think about what would that look like? What does it feel like? Because I'm guessing that for some of you, there's a glimmer of hope that you haven't felt in a long time. There's, there's this idea that maybe, maybe just maybe we don't have to be a broken record. Some of you are actually thinking, okay, if Tony and Elisa were a broken record for 11 years, and this is now year 21, that means that they've had 10 years where it hasn't really been a broken record so much. Now, I'm not going to lie. We still have our moments. Oh, sure do. But they, the, 
last 10 definitely don't look anything like the first 21. The first. Or the first 11. 11. Sorry. I was going to say, you're, you're adding a lot of years. I would like, well, I'm just because you look so good and All surely right. you can. Yeah. Anyway. So I want to ask you, I actually want to make some suggestions to you on what you can do this week to make that dream become a reality. Okay. Because just having it be a dream, whether you're sitting in your car, you're out for a run, or maybe you're mowing the lawn or walking the kids and you're like, yeah, that's a nice dream. Isn't going to do anything for you. It's when you actually start taking action in the direction that you want to go, that you're going to make it a reality. So I want to tell you the first thing that you need to do is you need to acknowledge your differences, even if you can't quite put words to them. Like we all have our little quirks and idiosyncrasies, and sometimes we can't quite quite place a finger on how we're different. We just are like, huh. And maybe it's as simple as saying, you know what? We don't see eye to eye on this topic. Mm -hmm. And here's the thing. It's okay for married people not to see eye to eye on every single thing the two of you talk about. Right. We, we don't. You're going to have some differences every once in a while. It's going to happen. It's okay. You'll survive. Mm-hmm. You'll survive. The second thing that I'm going to ask you to do is to make a decision that you aren't going to live your life as a broken record. That's actually a choice that husbands and wives have to make. You don't have to. You either choose to or you choose not to. If you choose to live your life as a broken record, then by all means, you're going to keep saying, why are we stuck? Why are we on repeat? Why do we keep saying the same things to each other over and over again? If you make the choice not to, then you have to actually take different actions, just like Tony did when he was a kid and he would you know, pick up the needle on the record and move it over the scratch. You're going to have to take different actions to pick up yourself first and your marriage second and take it over the scratch, whatever that is in your relationship. And I would say one of the best ways to do this, and I've been doing this all month, is I've been journaling daily. And one of one of the headlines or one of the, the main areas I'm, I'm looking at each day is what can I do? Mm. What can I do? Now, not all of it is, is marriage-centered, you know, it's not like, well, what can I do with Elisa today? You know, lo- write her a love note or do something like that. Some of it's just me. Well, what can I do today? What can I do for myself that's going to make me shift the way I'm thinking or feeling or acting or reacting? Because I have those moments too where I'm lying in bed wondering like, okay, is everything going to work out the way we planned and things are going with the kids and, and, and Elisa and I or trips that we're planning or whatever it may be. But I have found, though, over this month, being able to just say, what can I do, has allowed me to take a step each and every day because I'm putting that down in the morning with the foresight that I'm going to most likely take a step in that direction that day towards that goal maybe that I've written down. And can I just say for those of you that are like, oh, I'm not a journaler. Uh, honestly, I'm not, I'm, not, a- I'm not a journaler. Honestly, I'm not. This this is the longest I've been doing it in, in forever that I can recall other than when I hiked the Pacific Crest Trail, yeah. which, which, you know, and I did that for four and a half months and I wasn't really even, um, doing that every day. But what I have found for myself and for those of you who are not like long winded writers, I'm writing like two or three sentences. Mm-hmm. I mean, total, just sort of getting my day down. What I, what I thought was really just like impactful for my day and what I was excited about, or maybe even some frustrations about between that and the, what can I do? I, I might have five to seven sentences. And then at the end, if, if I'm still, if I'm feeling it or whatever, 
um, for the most part, I'm writing just a, a quick prayer. And that's like two sentences. So I just didn't want you all to think that Tony like normally writes a book. He doesn't. Oh, no, no, no. This he is doesn't. on a small page. So, you know, we've talked about acknowledging your differences. We've talked about making a decision that you're not going to live your life this way. The next thing that you need to do is you need to invest in your spouse. It's kind of crazy. Like, let's get to know who they are now instead of holding on to the memory of who they were or how they acted in the past. Great way to do that. We have our rehab after dark cards. Mm -hmm. And I think those are a perfect way. And if you want to check those out, you can go to oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash after dark. I'll also put a link here in the show notes for you guys so you can learn about those. But they're fantastic. And if you're on a walk and talk, pull a card out, ask the question, answer it. Boom, move on. Absolutely. And, and that we actually took those to the beach mm-hmm. um, this past weekend. We went and did one of our walk and talks and we're like, let's just, we actually have the cards now sitting in our glove box. Why? Because we tend to talk in the car or on walk and talks and that makes sense for us. Work it into your life. Invest next, invest in getting the knowledge that you don't have. If there are aspects of personality or communication or how the two of you handle your time, it's time to learn more about each other. Right. So many people are like, oh, you and Tony have been married 21 years. You must, you must know everything there is to know about everything. No. <laughs> Flat out two letters. No. I mean, I told you the revelation I had about money this week. All right. Right. That was something from high school, you guys. High school. That it was still impacting me 30 years later. Okay. So, so if we're not taking the time to not just figure out things for ourselves, but to actually share that with our spouses to, to dig deeper so that we have the missing pieces, so that we have the aha moments, so that we're able to say, oh, that explains it. Mm-hmm. Right? Because sometimes we're like, why are you like this? Why do we keep repeating these things? And all of a sudden we start, we start investing in getting that knowledge and we're like, ah. Oh, Light bulb. Light bulb. I love that. You know, and... One of, one of the ways that I'm going to encourage each and every one of you listening, because I've seen the power of this one tool to create incredible shifts in how husbands and wives, not just look at themselves, but look at their marriage and look at their dynamic. Mm-hmm. I'm going to encourage each and every one of you to, to take your love deeper and join Tony and I for the love deeper workshop where you're going to uncover all that we've just talked about, but just for the two of you. Yeah. And that's awesome. That's an online workshop. We're going to be being held. Uh, this n- newest one's coming up February 6th. Mm-hmm. So 2018. So if you're hearing this before that, by all means, sign up. It's a two hour online workshop. You actually get a report, 18 page report yes. of your marriage, but learn all about it at one extraordinary slash love deeper. And if you have any questions, just hit us up at info at one extraordinary marriage and uh, we'll help you out through that. Because all of those things that we've talked about in today's show, all of the repeat conversations, all of the areas that are sensitive for the two of you, personality, communication, conflict, and stress, it's actually all wrapped up, not just in the report, but also in the workshop. And here's the thing, you know, Tony and I took this ourselves because we don't bring anything to the one family that we haven't done on our own. And when we did this, yeah, talk about your light bulb moments. Talk about you know sure going thing. through and seeing and going, oh, you know what? I need to handle communication. I remember one of the biggest takeaways that Tony had was communication. 
and, and going, ah, she needs to actually hear different things from me or in a different way. Right. Right. And, and likewise for me, knowing what he was sensitive to, knowing, knowing all of these different, like all of a sudden I've got a different perspective on Tony because I better understand his personality. Not just what I know because I live with him and I've lived with him for 21 years, but because I took the time to invest and to say, you know what? I don't want to be a broken record with you anymore. I, I don't want this to just be a, this is our life. This is as good as it gets. <sighs> We're going to just skip, skip and skip and skip in the same spot. Stop skipping, guys. Stop stop getting stuck on the scratches in your marriage. Stop thinking this is as good as it gets. Because in all honesty, I will tell you that your best days are ahead of you. If you take the time to invest in making it so. Mm-hmm. If you just get stuck on that scratch, whatever it is in your marriage, you're going to feel frustrated and disappointed. If you say not, not today no longer, we're not doing this anymore, then all of a sudden there's going to be a shift and it's going to be a monumental shift in how the two of you relate to each other. No more broken records. Yeah. I, I, I just, I just look at it as from that scratch perspective, we got to pick up the needle on our record player and we got to move ourselves. And are you willing to do that this week? That's only a question that you can answer and taking it the next step, as we said earlier, what can I do? So what are you willing to do this week so that you're picking up the needle and moving it to a new place? It's one step. It's one little step and that's where it starts. So go do that. Pick up the needle in your life and put it on a new groove and start following that groove this week. We love you guys. Have a fantastic week and we'll catch you next week. Take care. God bless. Love you guys.